Saka, please. Hello and welcome to Indicals episode number 86. I'm your host, Aditya, and along with me, Abhishek. Hello, everyone. Back from Delhi, and uh, welcome to the Bombay Heat. Far more humid than the dry climate in Delhi and Chandigarh, but bearable. Yeah, bearable. I mean, I read the other day that the heat wave had actually killed people. Around Ooh. 23 people died because of the heat wave that is currently going on in Bombay. Uh, not only in Bombay, across the country, I think. And uh, I'm having a very interesting experience while traveling in Mumbai local trains. In <laughs> anyway, so so as the election date is nearing rapidly, the war between the UPA and BJP is also heating up quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. He can do that. Adwani actually finally said, Manmohanji, I challenge you to a freestyle public debate. Like and Obama and McCain did. Let's do it out here on the Indian soil. Yeah. And yeah. Manmohan Singh said, no, thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Imagine. So he just said, so, and I'm very surprised with the reasons that he gave. He was brutally honest, in fact, uh-huh. in the reasons. He said that, first of all, he cannot match Adwani's public speaking skills. Oh, did he? Uh, he actually said that. Can you believe a leader, a prime minister of a country, probably one of the top countries in in, in the world right now, mm-hmm. saying that I'm not going to you know debate because my opponent is just too good at public speaking than me? I would like to believe him because imagine the situation, Adwani versus Manmohan Singh. And Adwani puts forth this question to him. And Manmohan Ji, what have you done after the terrorist attacks? Things are still pending, etc. And there's a pause, pause. And Adwani asks, dude, I just asked you a question. Manmohan Singh says, yeah, I'm waiting for the teleprompter. Hang on. <laughs> Do you recall he, he read out the oh, speech yes. from the teleprompter after the Mumbai attacks? He I did see. not possibly have the the eloquence or the common sense the to... I think he yeah. has a very... He does not have that uh, particular screen presence, bolte na. Hmm. Well, see, public mein uska presence is not felt as such, or he is not confident about it, at least. That is for sure, with this comment also. And you make a absolutely valid point. I remember watching in disgust when Prime Minister Manmohan Singh was talking, was addressing the nation after those attacks. Right. And we actually also talked about it on, on Indicus. Yes. But all, another, he also gave uh, another reason for not going into a, a public debate was because, and I quote him here saying that, I don't want to give him the privilege to be the alternate PM. Basically what he meant was, I don't, I don't think he's worthy enough a candidate for me to be debating against. Debating him. against. But then he also said that, I'm not a good speaker, but I take decisions. Ah, I'm a good decision maker. Yeah, right. So if you ask 10 people on the street, I think decision making is not something that would come out in a word association test if you associate that with Manmohan Singh. I mean, absolutely agreed. Madam ki permission ki bina kuch nahi hota hai. So I see there are a lot of things that I feel are wrong when Manmohan Singh declined to uh, get into a debate. Well, First of all, he cannot just say that he is not a worthy enough candidate and he does not want him to give him give the privilege as such, quote-unquote. Okay, come on, he is the leading candidate to be the PM 
of one of the biggest political parties and bjp is the biggest rival for them yep. so if he says something you got to respond to him with with a valid answer i mean this is like you know this is like ye apna ground pe bachcha log kaisa khelta hai na out ho jata hai to stump aur bat uta ke leke jata hai it is something like that you know now i said drop the debate if you want to have some fun and competition between these two guys have a 100 meter sprint <laughs> all right there will be a water break after 5 meters there will be tear girls because it's going to last for a good 3 hours like t20 <laughs> the person who finishes the race is the pm actually it's funny that you bring up that because one of our you know subsequent topics was a story where a son actually killed his father for not voting for chiranjeevi's party ah tell me about it i didn't quite so, read it very well but what happened there man i, I was amazed after reading this story so chiranjeevi who is uh, you know a huge actor in the south mere ko lagta hai idhar kidhar hai andhra pradesh mein he just turned politician for during the, this election he launched a party called pragya rajyam party prp mm-hmm. and uh, this guy was being that that how for all you guys who are listening outside that's how a maharashtrian would pronounce a malayali name yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. malayali name it's obvious telugu tamil kannada everything are the same to us man see i think that's the problem with people from bombay everything below kya bombay is madrasi <laughs> <laughs> it is something no, yeah. it's not okay but anyways so kya hua this guy very simple story actually killed his father because his father voted for telugu desam party and he actually stabbed him to death who telugu desam party is has been Ooh. founded by one nt ramarao who himself has exactly. been a very big actor exactly yes so probably he was the superstar during his time and chiranji was a superstar during the sun's time so you know yeah clash of the so the sun would have asked dad i voted for chiranji we how about you he says i voted for this telugu desam party sun says oh, oh bad choice bishkeo yeah but we take it very lightly but it is just so surprising for someone to do this and in fact what happened later on was this guy raju babu who is 23 years old mm-hmm. with the help of a few villagers buried his father you know somewhere village ke bahar the same night that it happened and the next day he told the police that uh, his father had died a natural death and later on the other villagers grew a bit uh, suspicious Uh-huh. and uh, inform the police and then he confessed that he had killed his father because he had voted for the Gujarat party so when uh, you say that you know you should have a running race between uh, lk adwani and manmohan singh mm. and whoever uh, wins the race becomes a pm you know i think it should just be something like this whoever kills the other party wins the last <laughs> person the, the last man standing becomes forms the government yeah we are not pakistan yet but but still I mean this is ridiculous it we we might joke about it but that's why you should never tell anybody whom you voted for you could get killed <laughs> and especially in this case you know imagine this this old man goes up to the gates of heaven and god asks him why are you here old man he says my son killed me because i didn't vote for chiranjeevi and my the god will say dude go back you'll have to redie for a better cause send your son up here And by the way, while you are going down there, say hi to Indra and tell him to return my chakra or something like that. But because you know what, these go- these these Tamil actors, they have uh, temples, right? These Jayalalita and uh, yeah. Tamil Telugu, all these actors. Yeah, completely. Totally. So I mean, they are hurting God's ego anyway, so it's not good. <laughs> because 
नहीं यार आई मीन इमेजिन दीज आर दाइंड ऑफ न्यूज दैट वी वेक अप टू एवरी डे स्पेशली इन पॉलिटिक्स वी ऑल्सो हैड मुलायम सिंह यादव राइट हुट दैट लेट्स बैन इंग्लिश एंड दैट इंग्लिश इज स्पॉलिंग इंडिया कल्चर in their version of the manifesto mm-hmm. you remember congress came up with a manifesto bjp came up with an election manifesto right so mulayam singh said rjd na uska rashtriya janata ha yes yes ha mujhe lagta hai i guess yeah i guess yeah yeah is it from samajwadi party i don't know one of those places yeah they also came up with an election manifesto saying mm-hmm. no english no english is a decades ago his his speech all right in hindi i translate that in english he says decades ago children used to call that mother amma which later changed to ma and now it is mum and mom what kind of culture are we getting into and amartya sen the next day right oh my god these are the people that i have to choose from yeah exactly so it's just crazy yeah the, 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 the next day he said no i didn't say ban it i said don't make it compulsory so he and changed then, his and then, and then he also realized that his own family members are in convent school <laughs> yep that's yeah. another story altogether Ah well, and also just an update. Abhishek, I just found out that my name is not in the election in in the vote. Hmm. It's just not it. So what is it that so, we need to do next? Well, apparently on. the date has passed. I cannot do anything. I have to ensure that my name is there in the in the next election. Who will be going? Na municipal election. Ah, so I have to make sure that my name is there in the list. Uh, you know that time, and that list will also get rolled into the next elections. But but it's it's not as if I have I had uh, great choices to make from out of you know so it yeah. doesn't really matter you know yeah, it's like, a very un unpopular thing right now mm-hmm. to see this that yeah. I'm not going to vote it's not cool to be saying that I'll not be voting yeah yeah but nobody has any idea who to vote for either no but uh, this year I read in, in fact today's Times of India front page news was that there are some 1.2 crore new voters in Maharashtra first time oh. voters rather. I mean, one reason is because um, all of them would have passed 18 years somewhere at the same time. That's a big, sizable amount. 1.4 educated masses who will be going into vote. Oh, interesting. And talking about casting a vote, Apna Prime Minister Manmohan Singh announced that he and his wife are going to cast their vote from Assam. Okay? Assam. They love the TV. Assam. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. From Assam, this poor government higher secondary school me unka polling booth aaya hua hai. Man, I imagine and, uh, the security there. Exactly. I mean, the place will have more security personnel than actual voters. Probably, yeah. if a presidential candidate or somebody like a PM is passing through through that city, you know, the traffic is diverted. People are asked to stay back on the footpaths, etc. Mm-hmm. So the common man's reaction to this, I remember when I think long time back, Kohan Thapna Prime Minister, I think it was Narasimha Rao, and I was a kid, uh-huh. and everybody was asked to stay back, and there were police personnel on the street, and one Marathi guy said, "Hey, look." असला टाइम वाला ये तो नहीं ट्रैफिक थाम हो जाता है, so so yeah. I know exactly what a PM can do in a small place, especially like Assam. Yeah, and so now listeners might be wondering why is he going all the way to Assam to vote? Hmm. Well, interesting uh, bit of trivia is that uh, the Prime Minister Manmohan Singh is actually a Rajya Sabha member from Assam. You know, he has represented the state for four consecutive times since 1991. and you will also be surprised to know that he has never ever contested a lok sabha elections yeah that's right that's right he's always been through the raj sabha through the upper house yep through the upper house as they say and it's also interesting the, the way he gets a ticket from assam because dr singh has a rented house 
ऑन द प्रिमाइसिस ऑफ फॉर्मर चीफ मिनिस्टर हितेश्वर साइकिया सो भाड़े के घर में रहता है अपना पी ज Or yeah, I think yeah, we're London School of Economics. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that those are the only differences. Yeah, well, you're from yeah, Carnegie Mellon. What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, and he's a PM, he's a Prime Minister, and all this. Yeah. Uh, he's a gold medalist and all. But yeah, those are. Yeah, you managed to pass thirty-five yeah. out of hundred in economics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Similarity ends there. Yeah. Uh, yep. Interesting fact. Huh? He hasn't voted. This piece of information in the US could have been end of Barack Obama. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Easily. Okay. लाइक the trivia things that we are doing during the elections for example we last time we talked about elephant elephant problem in meghalaya so uh-huh. i thought i thought let me dig up something else do you know which is the highest polling booth in india uh, i hope it's not siachen <laughs> no it's no. not no because uh, there is one atm uh, of state bank of india right up there so anything yeah wahan par siachen nikla that never click hai no 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 siachen mein bhi hai wo kya baat kar raha hai yes our friend oh. akhilesh is dad work has worked there oh, oh, oh. yep but that's one trivia for you <laughs> see double mada but anyways the uh, the answer is basically the highest polling booth is at sirikola at 12000 feet in west bengal and they say that the unluckiest of the election officials get their election duty <laughs> in, in this particular area and it's about 106 km from darjeeling It bang on Sikkim border, and uh, actually it is it is one of the most dreaded. It's called P2 booth because the polling personnel or the the people who come on election duty out here uh-huh. take at least two days to reach there before the voting. Oh my goodness me! Uh, so that so that you know their body gets acclimatized to the height <laughs> and all those things. That Man, it's like an people. adventure. I would want to go there and vote just to get into the Limca Book of Records. That I voted <laughs> at the highest peak in, in yeah. India. Yeah, yeah. Why not? That'll be a great experience. So moving on, there were reports that the junior artist who played Ritika in the movie Slumdog Millionaire, uh-huh. the child star Rubina, her father Rafiq Qureshi tried to actually sell her to an Arab couple for 1.8 crores. Yeah, I read about that. Yeah, and so this was basically a sting operation carried out by one of the tabloid papers in the UK. I think. Uh, well, I have very strong opinions about it. I think that even if he would have gone ahead, her father would have gone ahead and actually, quote unquote, sold her. I don't see what's wrong in doing that because she right now lives in the Bandra East Coast slums, mm-hmm. and you know, if you call it selling her, it sounds bad. Mm-hmm. But if you say that the Arab couple. adopted her then it sounds okay ah uh, because there is 
more than a slight distinction between the two. Imagine this, if I'm buying something, forget about uh, big things. If I'm buying anything, I become its consumer. I can do anything with it. Right. Even if it's a dog, if I beat it up, there might be people who might maybe uh-huh. grimace and do ah and ouch, but finally it's my dog and I can do anything with it. Now, if you start buying people and if you can consume them the way you want to, then things start getting different. And also, so you, are, you are basically saying that because money is involved, their intentions might be different? Absolutely, man. It's obviously not on paper. It's not an adoption. We don't know that. What actually happened was these guys, the Arab couple, basically their secretary contacted them and asked them to meet these guys in a hotel. And after Rubina and her dad went there, hmm. and while talking to them, they mentioned that we would like to adopt your daughter. And by the way, we are also ready to pay you for it if you want. So it's like for them, they were doing it so that this guy agrees to do it. I, uh, but I see, see they're they're bad examples. You know what? For instance, in Africa, imagine a place like Africa where. Uh, you've seen that movie Black Hawk Down. I remember we had seen that yes. together. It's college days. Yep. Kids as young as seven years old whose height is not as long as AK-47 have AK-47 in their hands. And yeah. that's because they've been bought and sold in the market. You know what? I, I know. I understand what you're saying. And now I see that there might be something wrong. Initially, I was like, what's the difference between adoption and this? I'll give you another example. There was an NRI. There is an NRI. In today's paper, I read that he is willing to sponsor this girl's education until doctorate. So there is somebody who's funding something without actually yeah. buying her out. So yeah. buy the books, I mean, go to a good school, I'll pay for it. So I think that's a much better bargain. So, so basically, if this couple says that I'm going to take this cash and put it in a bank fund for you, for you to use it later on, whenever you are a major, right. uh, then you are fine with it. That's exactly what Zanara is doing. He has opened a joint account or he has proposed to open a joint account with an NGO and this girl. So when this girl, Rubina, becomes 18, she will be the rightful owner of that money and custodian of that money and she can spend it the way she wants. Yeah, I think that will be cool. Yeah, Mm. because that is what I was thinking. You know, she lives in slums right now and it is a good opportunity for her to change her life. Yep. You know, that was something that I thought was interesting. Mm. And... um, Yep, let's but, hope that, that the NRI who's in the news actually does end up paying the money and sponsoring her and it was just not a publicity thing. Yeah, actually, you know, I think there there can be a lot of innovative ways of getting this thing done. A lot of people have good ideas, but they are just they just don't want to go through the procedural or the administrative uh, struggle that they have to, to get this thing done. Cool. I, so I hope that it's uh, easier for them. Anyways, moving on from this uh, to a very interesting new Afghan law that was passed but is now on hold. The law basically allowed men to refuse to feed their wives if they denied them of sex. Oh man, this is slavery in the 21st century. (laughs) And this was actually signed by the Afghanistan president, Hamid Karzai. And this was the last month. And since then, it has been put under review after public did a huge, big hue and cry about it. Yeah, I think he must have been high on something or or drugged when he signed (laughs) that, maybe. I don't know if he has a wife. (laughs) Or maybe he just says, I do it with her all the time. Yeah, I've been doing it all my life. So under this Shiite personal status law, there's a provision where a wife is obliged to fulfill sexual desires of her husband. And... The clerics are basically saying that, no, 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 it's being misinterpreted. It is not supposed to be looked at in that way. Basically, the, the sexual clauses are aimed only to ensure that men's sexual needs are met within the marriage. 
so that they don't go uh, you know outside their marriage to get their satisfaction which is prohibited under islam boy this is marital rape <laughs> in, in other words that's what they say that the law does not recommend marital rape so zabardasti nahi kar sakta hai to apne biwi par हाँ लेकिन खाना नहीं खिलाने का उसको हाँ लेकिन खाना नहीं खिलाया तो चलता है यू कैन यू नो स्टार्व दिन टू डेथ हम नॉट सरप्राइज इट्स इन अफगानिस्तान एंड आई थिंक आई हैव सीन ऑन नेशनल जोग्राफिक समटाइम बैक इज दैट द विमेन देयर आर एम्बिशियस बट दे लीड अ वेरी वेरी फोरलॉन लाइफ बिकॉज दे कांट इवन गो आउट टू बाय अ ग्लास ऑफ वॉटर मे बी दे आर इन साइड एंड दे आर नॉट अलाउड टू स्टडी एंड ऑल ऑफ इट एंड वी आर इन 2009 and there was a footage of a woman being beaten up on TV because she attempted to go to a school or something yes yeah and basically this cleric that who has been quoted in the article is actually hilarious the other point that he makes is a man and a wife can negotiate how often it is reasonable to sleep together <laughs> <laughs> and which can be de- determined based on the sexual drive that a woman and a man has and the uh-huh. woman has the right to refuse if she has a good reason Oh, oh, conditions apply. Yes, sir. This cleric is awesome. I love this guy. <laughs> He's getting all technical about it. But somehow the law doesn't seem to say anything for the women, if from the women's point of view. There have been demonstrations uh, against this by women in Afghanistan, believe it or not. Ah. And uh, it, so, which got noticed by the international community. The international community then put pressure on Karzai, Hamid Karzai, yeah. and he put a temporary halt on it. Okay, now just because you know the, he has put a क्या बोलते हैं stay order sort of दिया है law पे that does not mean that it is not actually happening in the society. Yes. Anyways, moving on to the next topic that we have is that of Ajmal Kasab, the terrorist from 2611 attacks, Mumbai attacks. We had talked about him, I think, in episode number 84, where we said that he finally has a lawyer. Right, you know, Anjali Wagmare is ready to take up his case, but in this week the court decided that there was a conflict of interest and they have removed Anjali Wagmare as his defense lawyer. Conflict of yeah. interest? बोले तो क्या हो गया? ये Wagmare, Anjali Wagmare was uh, did not inform the court that she was also representing a compensation case of a person who was involved in the attack. and this person is also a witness is a prosecution witness mm-hmm. so they said that this is not going to work this is completely conflict of interest hey the so they have removed her now basically again ajmal is back to zero and it's going to be started all over again the hunt is probably going to be started all over again oh and this and happened in november so now we are in april yes and ye jo hua usko nikala was you know a week back so we still don't have a lawyer i don't uh, How difficult I, is it to appoint people and get this over with? How difficult is it just to kill a person? That too, well. And apparently now there is a loophole where they are saying that uh, this Kasab guy is only 16 years old and he should be tried in juvenile court. Oh man, that was another twist altogether. Yes. Uh, when he did it, it he was uh, a minor, is what I read. Right. So it's like, okay, come on now. Are you kidding me? Yeah I mean that's what that's what the judge actually said he asked uh, Kazab to get up from his seat he yeah. looked at him and he said that uh, this plea will not be considered because he looks much older than a 21 year old so forget right. it i mean he just said said that out loud to the new pakistani lawyer i think who has been already appointed so good i mean 
just get it done with yeah it. absolutely it, it, just sit over a weekend old time karo and just get it done you know it it'll be a big shame if some you know these guys get out somehow oh, or get boy. killed or get killed while in the jail or something hmm. in this case bush had it all sorted out in his mind keep the man in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. You know what, what What were some of the things that they did to to people out there? First of all, they, they used to keep them awake for 11 straight days and constantly they used to play the same banging music. So drums bajra hogana dham 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 dham. Continuously it used to go on for days and they used to go crazy. Uh, that was done. Then inmates used to be cramped in a small box which could barely fit them and then they would put insects in them. Oh boy. How innovative. <laughs> Probably that is what they deserved. Definitely in case of Ajmal, he deserves all those things, all these things to be done to him. I agree with you. And on that happy note, I think that's about it uh, that we have for this episode. Uh, ah, how, can, how can we end without talking about IPL, which has just oh. kicked off in South Africa. But more than IPL, what I was uh, interested in is, is was that uh, Dhoni and Harbhajan, who were to get the Padmashri Awards, which is the fourth in the hierarchy of civilian awards in India, they did not turn up or will not turn up now at the award ceremony because uh, they are busy playing the IPL. And the government is not too happy about it. They said that uh, if... Now, from now, we are going to change the rule. If the person who is about to get the award is not present at the ceremony, then it will be withdrawn. And in fact, they would also withdraw all the other awards, Arjuna awards and all those things if, if they are not present for the ceremony without intimation. So I don't know what intimation means. Will an SMS intimation be <laughs> saying I, I can't make it playing IPL? I don't really know. But yeah, so yeah. probably they will just send a uh, letter of regret right. that they cannot, uh, you know. Ah, uh, well, the IPL has started. I completely forgot about that thing. What do you think about this thing? Have you watched a match? No, I haven't watched any matches, but then it's good to see that Rahul Dravid scored a few runs and I'm a huge fan of that guy. So he's, he's won a match for uh, his team, uh, Vijay Malia's team of... Uh, Bangalore, Bangalore, Bangalore Royal Challengers. Yes, right. I, I watched the match. Uh, I should say that uh, it's not as exciting for some reason. The crowds are there in the stadium, but what local passion missing him, and you can feel it actually. And you can also feel it while you're watching the match because it's not happening near you. In India, right. Was, I mean, when a Ganguly scores a single, the Eden Garden erupts. Yeah. If they hit a huge six in South Africa, they would clap. And I'm talking about uh, Knight Riders. Uh, apparently, there is a rogue blogger in the team. He has started a blog called Fake IPL Player, uh, which is the blog is available at fakeiplplayer.blogspot.com, and he is writing intimate details about team meetings, what is happening, how did Saurav react when he was told that he was not going to open the innings, uh-huh. uh, and all those things. The, the CEO of Knight Riders has come out and said that uh, they are investigating the matter. And in fact, the blogger also writes that the team has taken this very seriously and they have four players in mind. They have, four, they have identified four possible people who might have done this and he is not one of those four people. <laughs> From match fixing to block fixing, we yes. have new news. <laughs> this is a good way what? to say, spread, say, uh, spread some viral marketing. If they are selling some merchandise, it will help them help oh, to sell Shah Khan's merchandise. Yeah. yeah, perfect. And I think this time... Uh, IPL has been even more commercialized. For example, now IPL has an official chewing gum, which is Orbit. Oh. IPL, but it's not, it does not end there. IPL also has an official bubble gum. Bubble <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is Boomer. 
So it's ridiculous the things that it, are And happening. by the way, it's, it's not chewing gum, it's ching gum. Ching gum, yes. Yeah, it's ching gum, yeah. Yeah, it's ching gum, ching gum. On that sticky note, let's end this particular episode. Go listen to the point blank episodes that we have recorded with uh, in in the recent past. One with uh, Sanjay Mandrekar, the other one with Dev Dutt. Dev Dutt is the chief belief officer at Future Group. Uh, we had some interesting chat uh, about mythology with him, mm-hmm. and he brings up a few interesting points. Go listen to that, and don't forget to comment on whatever you listen on Indicast. Uh, you can just simply log on to theindicast.com and uh, send us your comments, feedbacks. You can also email us at uh, indicast at theindicast.com. Anything else? No, that's about it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.